Hey, welcome everybody to Window Cleaning Nation, WCR Nation. My name is Jersey, and today I have an awesome guest for you. It is Luke, the window cleaner, the man, What's up, guys? beard, the legend. And uh, if this is your first time hanging out with us, I do want to appreciate, uh, say I appreciate you guys. Um, this is going to be available via podcast, Facebook, and on YouTube. It's probably going to be available on both our channels. So if you are yes. uh, a Luke follower, welcome. Uh, if you're a Nation follower, you got to go check out Luke. Um, either way, appreciate you guys uh, stopping in and hanging out with us. Uh, also, first and foremost, you know I am a sales rep for Window Cleaning Resource. So if you need any type of supplies, definitely don't hesitate to give me a call. 862-312-2026 or josh at windowcleaningresource.com. With all that being said and done, here it is. This is Nation with Luke, the window cleaner. What's up, man? What's up, buddy? Thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's weird, We've, uh... it's, it's weird being on the opposite end. Usually I'm the one talking <laughs> or interviewing other people, so it's kind of strange, but... Right, right. And there I have to go. say, See? and I have to say one thing, because uh, this is going to be on my YouTube channel as well. It is really cool talking to you because uh, you and many other YouTubers were one of the reasons we started our channel. Uh, the Mullen uh, Jersey Show was the shit. I'm, I'll, I'll probably edited that yeah. out, but it was awesome, man. And uh, I've sent a lot and of other than Michael Mole. I mean, other than that aspect of it, it was pretty good, right? <laughs> yeah. No, it was awesome, man. It. uh it helped me a lot, and it's one of the the shows that inspired us to start our YouTube channel. So that's pretty cool. cool. That's pretty cool. How did you start? How did you get into window cleaning? Off that, you watched the videos first and foremost, or did you start checking all that stuff out like after you already were a window cleaner? So uh, how I got into window cleaning? I worked for a corporate restaurant um, since the time I was about sixteen, and I moved up in the restaurant. And my best friend started working at the restaurant with me. Um, we always wanted to, I always wanted to have a small business or have my own business. And I, I started talking to him and his father had a, uh, a window cleaning company and he had it for about 30 years. It was just a one man show. It was a pretty small, uh, little company, but, um, we started tossing around the idea of starting a window cleaning company together. So I actually started with him, which was my first huge mistake and, and all <laughs> mistakes I made thereafter. Um, but we, uh, we got some, uh, business cards and some squeegees and, um, and thought we had a company and went out and got storefronts and, uh, and started And slowly but surely the partnership kind of started to disintegrate and not work out so well. So I went off on my own and I sucked. I was awful. I mean, I was the epitome of a crappy window cleaner. It was, it was, it was so bad. Um, so you're a bucket bob. Man, I was the epitome of Bucket Bob, like going to storefronts, charging $5 for a storefront, spending an hour there, not knowing what I was doing. Um, so that's where I got into YouTube because I was like, man, there's got to be something out there because his dad – and there was nothing wrong with it, but that's how his dad cleaned windows was just straight poles. Yeah. And I was like, man, this doesn't seem very efficient. Um, so I started looking into YouTube. And actually, one of the first videos I saw was that video of uh, Alex. I think he's like wearing a backwards hat and he's showing you how to fan a window and like a commercial yeah. job. So anyways, I took my laptop and I set it up uh, next to a window and I just sat there and watched that video over and over and over again as I'm cleaning one of my own windows at the house. 
And so I started kind of seeing the value of YouTube that, hey, I can actually learn from some of these videos. And um, I would say that uh, most of my like trial and error, I mean, it came from on site, you know, mistakes and things like that. But I'd always come back to YouTube and watch videos. So anyways, I, I quit the, uh, the, the restaurant job. I went full time into window cleaning. And, or I went uh, into bartending. I'm sorry. I quit the restaurant job and I went into uh, bartending and I would bartend. More flexible schedule. Absolutely. Because I was yeah. doing five 12 hour days at the restaurant and they were never 12 hour days. They usually turned into 13 hours. And then I had almost a district manager role. So I had to be in the store or the mul multiple stores uh, on my day off to do payroll yeah. and things like that. So, anyways, um, I quit and I became a bartender and I would bartend from uh, it was like four o'clock in the afternoon to one in the morning. And I, w I did that for almost two years, uh, building up my storefronts. And then on the weekends, that's when I would do all of my uh, residential work. So anyways, I built that up to a point where I, I knew what I was making in residual income. And then I quit the bartending job and I went full time into window cleaning. And crazy. Yeah, here we are now. So, so you like started, uh, like with YouTube, like that. That was your school, basically. Yes, yeah, that was my school. I mean, uh, I learned a lot there. And then um, to kind of fast forward, I and, th and this is something I've never really talked about. But when I, I guess from the point that I went full time and like three, four years down the road, I really got lazy with the company because people ask how long have you been doing this, and I tell them you know, eight to nine years now, a lot of that was part-time while I was still working at the restaurants and everything. And then in that little gap there, uh, I got really lazy and I got honestly like kind of depressed with the company because I wasn't, I didn't have a whole lot of money to do a lot of marketing. Um, I didn't really know what the hell I was doing still. And I got tired of hearing like no all the time. So I got really yeah. comfortable at a, at a point where it was like, well, I'm making this kind of money. I'm not really going to try to grow it. I'm just going to just kind of just, you know, uh, get get by with whatever I can. And then I business met, board. Yeah, well, and it was it was awful because I had all these aspirations of growing and having this large company and employees. And then the more I got into it, I was frustrated. And, and like I said, the biggest thing for me because I've always tried growing a storefront route was hearing the word no. And I'm not interested. And it really does get to you. And that's why I tell guys is that's one of the hardest points or parts of growing like your route work. And why a lot of guys give up on it is just that simple fact that they're always being told no. And it's so hard yeah. to, to obtain the work. So anyways, I I, uh, I met my wife, Rihanna, and that was like my huge inspiration to get back on it and really start building our company. And ever since then, We've really, I mean, this last year we doubled our sales. I mean, nice. it's been, yeah, and that's, and I don't like talking a lot of numbers, but that's the truth. And that was a lot of what Rihanna's done because she came in and she said, you know, we're going to change this. We're going to change this. We're going to do things the right way and really grow yeah. this company. So it's been So good. she knows that she's to, to blame for the success or is that something you just keep on the DL? Like, you know, it, it, it works. What does it all mean, you know, or does she know, does she... No, she, she knows, knows. She's the reason. She knows, and I and I am more than happy to tell anybody that. I don't think she gets enough credit of you know she doesn't get enough credit, especially from like viewers and and everyone else sees it and they think it's all me and it's just really not yeah. the truth. A lot of the brains of the operation is Rihanna. So yeah, it would be weird though. She doesn't have a beard, <laughs> so it didn't work out for the YouTube side of things. I think the logo just didn't work for her. But. <laughs> 
Yeah, I tell, I always tell like our sales guys that uh, do commercial route sales stuff. I always say that you're going to get 10 no's to one yes. And they're not saying no to you. Like rejection is a weird thing. Like if you're out dating all the time and you just were at a bar and you're like, hey, how are you? And they were like, "Eh, no. And you got that 10 times in a row before you got one girl to say yes. Like that would be devastating because they're saying no to you. Like, I don't like you, Luke. I don't like you. No. But in the business side, they're just really saying no to like the service. Like, I don't need that service right at this moment. It's not, it's, it's not a no, it's a not right now. And they're saying it to the service of window cleaning. That's what you're selling. You're not selling yourself, but it's very, very hard to kind of detach yourself. That's why a lot of times you see like the sleazy car salesman, like that, that style is because those people are used to like rejection. They, you know, like that's just their mindset. Ah, I'm the greatest. Uh, no, I don't want to buy a car. Ah, it's fine. I got another person behind. Like that is literally now don't be a greasy salesman. Right. But (laughs) that's kind of the, that's kind of like the subliminal. That's how you get through it. That's, it is really the toughest, the toughest part of, uh, of sales in general. So, so when you started your business, it was all, mostly like route and that kind of thing when was it that i know you you said you did some residential but when was it that you decided that you wanted to kind of diversify and do a bunch of different types of window cleaning or would you say or what's your percentage right now i should say of residential to commercial um it's starting to grow and it's shifting a a lot quicker because that's something uh rian and i decided over the last two years that we wanted to focus on more i'd say we're about 60 40 now uh, 60% route work and commercial, 40% uh, residential. And it's something that we're still trying to grow. Um, before, uh, I just didn't know what to do. And I really didn't have a lot of money stockpiled to put into it. Um, so the more that our business grows and the more, honestly, that I network with window cleaners all around the world through YouTube, through forums and things like that, um, we are pretty picky on the marketing that we do use. Um, but the more that we market and the more that, um, we put into it, we're starting to grow more and more as a residential company as well. But we never want to forget about our route work and our storefronts and commercial. I know a lot of guys, that's just not what they do. They focus only on residential. And I think that's awesome. It's just not our business plan. We see there's a lot of value in the residual income and say, if one day we want to go and sell the company, um, in my opinion, the storefronts and the route work will be worth just as much, if not more, than the residential because it's that residual income. So I can put a real yeah. price tag on that. So it's guaranteed. That's 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 anybody in like I always say in business too. You can't do anything wrong. Like if you want to only do route, perfect. If you only want to do houses, perfect. But I'm like you, where I find it very important to kind of have it all because back in Wisconsin, yes. I. I sat on my thumb all winter and we plowed, but that's mother nature. You're mother nature's whooping boy. Now, like if it snows, it snows. If it doesn't, it doesn't. So route was one thing that you could guarantee. And like you said, even if you're not uh, a contract company, which there's a book built to sell is a great book. If you ever want to look at selling your business for anybody who's watching, uh, it's, it's a good book, but it, even not having a contract with somebody is having the, the expected frequency still builds value where, uh, Jane Smith, I may do her house once a year or twice a year, but there's nothing that says I'm just going to automatically do it. I have to call and make the appointment. So that yeah. really doesn't have a value. It's a contact list, which you're talking cents per contact as compared to a job where you can make a percentage of that yearly job. Absolutely. So you're, you're definitely right in that side of it. Yeah. But uh, 
with with all that kind of going on, what got you doing the videos? Like, let's be honest. Like your videos, we talked about this either already a little bit, but they're just so chill. They're like they're like edits, right? Thank they're you. just they're just the music is great. Like I, I I would never like even when I'm training guys, I don't want to sit around and watch them clean windows. I don't like it's so awful. But for some reason, I could sit and watch every video you have. And just chill out and watch it like it's like it's YouTube like TV, right? What what what? Why videos? What what made you start doing the videos yourself? Because I think what it was is that when um, it goes back to when I was watching that video of Alex uh, cleaning that storefront window, which that was extremely helpful at the time. Um, Factual, but boring as hell. <laughs> yeah, well, and it didn't give me enough because I I started you know I watched it so many times and I knew that video by heart and other videos too. Um, but I was looking for more and I wanted more and more and more. And then when I started looking into like the nitty gritty of, uh, of like what happens behind the scenes in your business and things like this, um, anything, tools, tips, I couldn't find it. And some other great videos out there like Mark Henderson, uh, or YouTubers like Mark Henderson or Pulse and Blades, um, it was getting like I thought that was like cutting edge, man. This is awesome. There's a lot of good information there. Uh, your your show, the Mullen Jersey show, there was a lot of good business information there. Anyway, so I was like, you know what I want to do? I want to try and incorporate everything that everyone's done. Like Pulse and Blades has a lot of great uh, modifications like Christopher Dauber. They do all kinds of videos on how to mod your tools and technique. Uh, Mark Henderson made these awesome videos. I mean, like you said, the edits, like – when I was watching this videos, I felt like I was watching this epic movie almost. And then like Paul and Jersey show, you guys touch base on a lot of uh, industry talk and business talk. So I was like, you know what I want to do? I want to try to incorporate all of this into a YouTube channel and just see what, what I can put out there. And that's really how it got started was just uh, trying to, to make videos that I was looking for back then that I couldn't find all at like a one-stop shop, I guess. So yeah. that's how it got started, yeah. man. And so there has been, I don't know if you've heard this also, but it's been popping up on forums and I, I always feel like people always have an excuse for why they're not doing better than they are. Like beyond just like your hustle isn't what it should be. Like if you want to be better than what you are now, hustle more. Like that is legit. Yeah. Like people go, oh, well, I'm in a small area. There's lots of guys in small areas. Open up your, you know, there's lots of excuses. But one of them is, is that I just saw this maybe like a week ago and I can't remember who it was that said it, otherwise I'd give you a shout out. But comment anywhere, let me know who it was. But they said that uh, they are noticing there's more window cleaners now than ever. And they think yeah. that it's because of YouTubers doing like what you do. Like, I, I don't know. I, I am. I've heard this, yeah. I, I, well, I don't believe it. I don't see. I don't. What are your thoughts on it? Well, I've seen this a lot, and especially with like. Uh... I guess, and I'm not trying to say anything, but I've seen it with like Keith Kelfus. A lot of people, for some reason, they love bashing Keith Kelfus. I mean, it's just, it's the truth. And like the window cleaning community, that is like the go-to guy. And uh, and it started kind of trickling down to me too, because I've seen that. A lot of guys will say that I'm hurting the industry or they compare Keith to me or me to Keith that we're, we're inspiring too many guys or bucket bobs to go out there and get started. Um yeah. The one thing I can say about our channel, I don't, I've never like put out there the messages to anyone can do it or, you know, this is how you start a window cleaning company for 500 bucks or whatever. I don't ever try to give that kind of pitch. 
Um, All we're trying to do is help guys that are already in the trade or someone that may be interested in getting in the trade on, you know, how to videos, uh, techniques, things like that. But in the end, I don't see how it's hurting the industry. I really don't because I'm going to be honest, and this is what I've talked about in our videos a lot. Not everyone's going to make it. And this isn't for everybody. So I think when a lot of guys get into this and start, they're going to realize that this is an actual real business and it's not just going out and picking up a squeegee and a business card and cleaning some windows, which it looks like sometimes in our videos. It looks really easy, but they don't always see what's happening uh, on the back end of things as well. Um, and the thing, too, is if you're confident in your business, if you're doing the right thing, you're charging you know, legit prices, you're insured, you're a real company, you shouldn't be worried about the guy that goes out and picks up that squeegee in the business card and starts charging yeah. $5 a storefront or 100 bucks a home, you know, for 90 windows. Why are you concerned about him? Cuz you know yeah. he's either going he's going to go out of business, he's going to break something. And I'm not trying to be negative, but it's the truth of the matter. So it's like we're never concerned about the bucket bobs or if someone watches our videos and wants to get started. If anything, I hope that we can help them and direct them in the right path of of uh, making a legit company. Yeah, there's never been a burger place that started that went, oh, wait, we can't be a burger place because there's McDonald's. There's thousands of them. We can't compete with that. They just, There's always going to be somebody else. There's always going to be Absolutely. competition. Like, Chase the dream, not the competition. So I'm with you. I On this side of it, I don't feel like anything that uh, I've ever done or put out there is, is necessarily hurt the industry as much as I think it's helped people more than it's hurt them. But we yes. all started as a nobody. Like you said, you were the ultimate bucket Bob at one point. I was yes. the ultimate bucket Bob. Like we all started as just that POS dude who doesn't understand things and charges crappy rates. Cause he doesn't know. Right. He just like, people don't want to not charge how much they're supposed to charge and they don't want to be Zoro's right in the pressure washing world. They don't want to be that guy that leaves drips and spots and takes two hours to do a five-minute job. They don't want to be that guy. But like you said, not everybody's going to survive. It's just that's a fact. Some people were not meant to work for themselves. There's a lot of BS that we all have to deal with, right? Some people just don't want to do it. It's like when a restaurant goes under and the cooks all get together and buy the restaurant. They know how to make the food amazingly well, but they don't know the business side of it. It's the same thing. There's just... It takes a certain person with a certain kind of ADHD to run a business, and it yeah. it just isn't for everybody. So I don't feel like it hurts the industry necessarily. I mean, there's a lot of edits out there of like Ferraris and and uh, I mean, pick a car, pick a any fancy Lamborghini that's out there. There's a ton of videos that are on that car, inside, outside. Here's the car, but that doesn't mean that all of a sudden now everybody owns one because the video's out there. You know, absolutely. I don't know that there's a correlation. You know, if anything, I'd say that the guys that I I find usually the guys that say it hurts the industry or it's bringing down the industry, in my opinion, that kind of attitude is actually what's hurting the industry. Because if you're more willing to help the bucket bobs or the new guys, uh, it can only help the industry because it's going to get this guy to go get insurance to represent, I guess, the window cleaning trade in a more professional manner, charge the correct prices. And it's only going to bring things up, in my opinion, not bring it down. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. I I completely agree. If everybody's in the ballpark of prices, then people will start assuming that that is the price. That's people talk about price all the time. Like there's a, there's an industry standard, like across the board, it's X amount, right? Like you can look at like a responsive bid where they track that they know what the dollar amount is for all that. 
that is what is the national average. There will always be somebody twice as much, and there will always be somebody twice as little. It's like get an estimate for concrete. It's always going to be that way. But if yep. people start realizing that that is the baseline, <laughs> it's going to just help everybody. Well, and I don't think that the bucket bobs too. Uh, I don't think that they want to be bucket bobs. Like I know when I was the like super bucket bob, I didn't want to be that guy. I just didn't have anyone to help me or to really show me. I mean, except for YouTube videos. So it's like they don't want to be. They're looking for information. They're looking for people uh, to help them and to direct them in the right path. And I just, I, I mean, again, it comes back to I don't see how that's going to harm the community in any way. I would rather do that than see this guy going out there and giving the whole, I guess, trade or community a bad name. Yeah, and here is the uh, the, um, the 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 part that's going to piss everybody off that's watching or listening right now. But as window cleaners and pressure washers, I'm going to tell you something right now. To get in to this industry, not everybody can make it, but anybody can yes. go to the store and buy a squeegee and a bucket for $50 and they are a window cleaner. Like technically to get into it, we are that industry. We're not, you know, there it's such a low cost uh, initial cost that you're always going to have an influx of people coming in. You're always going to have that. It's just like a, a lawn care guys. You see a lot of those guys because all you need is a lawnmower, right? Then you're in. Yes, of course, there's zero turns. Yes, of course, there's hot water trailer skids that, you know, there's always the better. There's water fed. But to get into it, it's always going to be lower. So, and when it all comes down to it at the end of the day, like my job is to clean bird crap off windows. Like that's <laughs> my job. Like, if you think too hard into it, I could be the best person at that, but it's how I run my business that is going to be better than the next guy. Because, I mean, I think uh, Kevin Dabrowski was saying, I think that was him that was saying, it's like the most important thing that you do in your business is not clean the window. That's not the most important thing because if you're selling clean windows, it is assumed that every single person will clean the windows to the level of clean that's clean. Like you can't advertise that. There's so many other things that... You know, I always say the widget concept is like if I was to sell you something right now for a dollar, for a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars, what would you pick? You'd always pick the dollar because I didn't told you what you're buying, right? I'm going to go with the lowest price. But if I told you it was a Ferrari or a Lamborghini, I'd buy two of them at a thousand dollars, right? Because now I know what I'm buying. That's kind of how business is, is that once you get to that point, anybody can clean glass. It's how you present the business and what you're actually selling to people that, that gets you to the next level. Absolutely. And so many, so many new guys make that mistake that when they first start, the biggest concern is the tools and technique, which that is important. But, and that was one of my biggest uh, faults too, was I was so concerned with that. I wasn't focusing more on the business itself and how to run the business. Yeah. And I, I get that all the time. I do live chat at night also. And I get that all the time. People go, Oh, what do you like better? Editor Unger? No, that, that's not a question. Don't, that, it's a personal <laughs> preference question when it comes to all that stuff. So don't even bother yourself on focusing on that, you know? If somebody says, what do you like better, EDDM or door hangers, now that's something, right? Exactly. Now I can tell you pros and cons of it. But there's always going to be trolls. And I I gave a shout out last week to uh, <clears throat> my, my friend Benji, who drives me absolutely out the wall. I don't know, you, you may not even know this guy, but... There's no. always going to be trolls in the industry, on the forums, in the groups, on the videos. Like, it, it will always be. And I think that all comes back to 
people thinking that somehow your videos or anybody's videos can hurt the industry when really it just helps people. I, what does a troll get, by the way, I want to ask you this because you've kind of run into this, but what does a troll get by being negative or saying stupid comments? Like, are there people out there that just don't want to learn? Are they just so angry that they don't learn? Or is that just the way that they cope with learning? I have no idea what motivates people to troll, man. I mean, we, cause when I first started the YouTube channel and this is like a weird phenomenon that I've seen, maybe it's just cause you're a new guy on the block, but when you're new, you get trolled hardcore and I have no idea why. I mean, people used to get onto my videos, you suck, do us a favor and go away so the real professionals can make videos or show people how to do this. I mean, yeah. craziness and I have no idea. I think some people do it um, for like, I think it's like some like self-security kind of thing, like a yeah. insecurity kind of thing. They do it because maybe they're not very confident in what they're doing. And I'm not saying like what we're doing is the best, but they see what we're doing and they're like, man, they suck. I don't know. Maybe it makes them feel better. I have no idea. Or they're bored and they have a lot of time on their hands. What gets me is these guys that, you know, they'll see our videos and they're like, I've got this million dollar corporation. I don't know. Uh, what you're doing, you're a joke, you don't have, you, you shouldn't have the time to make these videos, I don't have time yeah. to do it, and they'll write this huge paragraph, and I'm like, if you've got a million dollar business or whatever, what are you doing trolling my videos or what I'm posting with these book long, you know, responses, and, and I don't know, it's, it's always no positivity side of it, you've gained nothing by just telling me how stupid I am, man, I've and the worst, that. The worst for us is when we see these guys, and sometimes, you know, they're new guys, or they're guys that are, you can tell they're really good at what they do, and they're just goofing around and they'll post a video, and everyone gets on there and just bashes them, man. Like, oh, you missed a spot over here, or why are you using an 18-inch squeegee on a four-foot window? Just the dumbest things, and I have no idea why they do that to new guys. Like, yeah. just, can't you just give them, like, a like, or tell them, yeah, like, good like, job, man? Thumbs up subscribe or leave the channel i i when we did the mullen jersey show we would have people go well that was the biggest waste of 30 minutes of my life really you watched the whole show for you to realize you didn't like it like it's the same concept like everybody's not as busy as they claim to be you know there's always yeah. time to find stuff and i think it's fun i think it's I, like i said you i watch your videos so i have fun making videos it's the same kind of concept where you did like you got into it by making videos Mm -hmm. That's why you're watching videos. That's why you make videos. But for trolls, I just, I don't get trolls. I don't get them. And uh, I really want to help everybody. Like there's nothing better from making videos. And I know you've had this where people go, oh man, you're like, you helped me. Like you're like, they meet you and they're like, dude, I just want to say thanks. Like you helped me so much. Yeah, that's like, awesome. That's why none of us make money. Do this isn't our living. This isn't what we do. This is just something fun to do for this kind of thing. There's a lot of guys out there that, you put in hours and hours and hours every week to make the content you do just yes. to make the content. You're, this isn't a job of yours. It's just a passion that you could possibly help somebody. And uh, for some people, it's pretty hard to realize somebody actually wants to help somebody out there. Dude, we get it. We get accused. Sometimes I think that, and this maybe this will piss some people off, but we get accused that like we're, we're getting rich or whatever on YouTube or we're making all this money on YouTube. And I'm like... For some reason, it's like window cleaners on YouTube don't understand how YouTube works. Like, it, it just blows me away because everyone else knows how it works. But I'm like, man, I've got like 3,200 subscribers. What kind of money do you think I'm making? I'm not cutie pie or PewDiePie over here with, you know, millions of subscribers. And I've always been honest. We make like, I think it was $120 a month. That's honestly what we make on YouTube. That's through YouTube. They they pay us that money. So I'm like, yeah. 
what do you think I'm doing with 120? I mean, I'm not paying a mortgage or a car payment with $120 a month. It honestly goes back into the channel. I mean, and the and microphone you're, the channel costs. Yeah, yeah. The microphone you're talking on right now was $130. Absolutely. Like, you know. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the lights, this back, all of it, man. And it's like, it doesn't cover the cost. And if you broke it down to what I was being paid, I guess, through YouTube for our time, it'd be like fractions of a penny. So anyways, oh, yeah. it just, it blows me away how people accuse me of, uh, me and Rihanna of, of getting rich off of this, or we do it for the fame and the fortune. I'm like, the fame? The we fame of window cleaning. We have 3,200 window cleaners that watch our channel. <laughs> Whoa! Like I, I have to wear a mask in public so people don't oh, recognize yeah. me. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I, it's it's rough. I don't know how you do it. I mean, you're just gonna turn into one of those uh, recluses that we read about on the news, you know? Absolutely, man. I mean, with 3,200 <laughs> subscribers, I've made it. So I mean, uh, first, I, I do want to ask before I'm done with the the this episode. Are you going to the huge convention? Absolutely, yes. We're, okay. we're really so people can about. meet you in person. Like all these thirty two hundred yes. people, they can come and shake your hand. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably scar up my face, or I might wear a mask because I don't want to <laughs> get like bombarded with it. But yeah, they can meet right. us at the convention, man. We're uh, we just bought our uh, uh, hotel tickets last week, and we're still trying to decide if we're gonna fly or drive. So nice. nice. How yeah. much are you charging for autographs? Did you come up with that yet? Uh, Ten dollars. I've already got the $10. the photos printed. Yeah, it's it's me with nice. one of my cats. Nice, nice. That's I. That's when you when you get to that level of fame, you just put random animals in there, and then people fall in love with your animals, and then they get their own Facebook page, and then they have followers. Absolutely, man. It's going to be huge. That's where I'm going. That's where we're going to make all of our money. See, we don't actually have a <laughs> cleaning company. We just make money through YouTube and uh, the profits from these videos. So thank you for yeah, having yeah, us well. on. They, they all knew that. All the people watching and listening, they knew that uh, the YouTube fame is very hard. That's why everybody does it, because everybody's just rich from the YouTube. Oh, absolutely, man. You know that free service everybody <laughs> goes on. But uh, uh, are we ever going to see you without a beard, or is the beard like a permanent fixture? Have you had a beard forever? No. You know, to be honest, the only reason I grew the beard... Uh... Being in that corporate restaurant for so long, uh, we had to clean shave, man, every single day. I mean, it was a, it was like a huge thing. No tattoos. Your, your, or your tattoos had to be covered. Um, oh, so you went crazy. Like when you got out, you just, you did everything. Yeah. Well, I always had tattoos, but I, you know, it would be hot as hell in the restaurant or something. I want to roll up my sleeve. Um, so yeah, I eventually got more tattoos. And then when I got out of that uh, restaurant industry, I was like, man, screw this. I'm self-employed. I'm gonna grow a beard. And then. Um, yeah, it just kind of happened. No, I'm probably not ever going to shave it. My wife wants me to shave it every once in a while. Uh, she can't. We met years ago, and when we met, I didn't have a beard. And so now every once in a while, she kind of pushes my beard back. See, look how small my face looks now. It doesn't even look right. <laughs> doesn't, she does that. She'll be like, look how small your head is. And I'm like, no, no, no. Gotta... <laughs> That's why I do that. That's why I do that. Exactly. It's proportionate correctly now. Yeah. If I do this, look how retarded I look. No, it's, you got a syndrome of some sorts, I think. But no, I, I knew that we were going to do this, so I started growing my beard. See that? That's three weeks of growth. It's coming in pretty nice. It is nice, man. <laughs> you know, we get asked that, and that is honestly one thing I've, I've thought about cutting my beard before because uh, you'd be surprised kind of like on a confidence factor when you're going into talking to, say if I'm going into a dealership, like a car dealership, and I'm trying to get their business, or I go up to like a million-dollar home. You know, we're going to give them an estimate. The first thing I think about is really like the way I look. 
I mean, I look like the, yeah. the hipster king of, of Kansas City over here. I mean, I've got the big beard and all these tattoos. So there has been times, I'll be honest, that I've thought about shaving my beard and kind of cleaning up my appearance. But I think it comes back to the way you present yourself and the way you talk to your customers and the way you talk to people. Um, yeah. I think they can get past it really quickly. But there's still that thing of people that they judge on the way you look. And of course, when I walk up and tell you that I'm the owner of night window cleaning, they're like, this guy's a joke. He looks like he just got out of prison. I mean, (laughs) people kind of get that, you get that vibe. So we've thought before about cleaning up the appearance, but, uh, I'm going to stick with it, man. I think we're doing fine with it. It's an image thing. It's, it's your image own it, you know, there's your cat, by the way, your, your cat that's famous on YouTube. Uh, (laughs) Follow the it's cat like, on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> no, we we get anyway. this guy. He's due for a lion haircut. We we shave all this off, and he looks oh, like really? a lion. About to do it again, yeah. Oh, nice. Now we we have to see that. That that has to make the channel. That's for sure. Yeah. Cool. Well, I appreciate you spending some time with me. Um, Thank you. And, Thank uh, you for having your me videos on, man. are epic, man, epic. And it's gonna be awesome to hang out with you at the huge convention coming up uh, yes. in August. So. That'll be cool too. Are you bringing the wife, or is she? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she'll be there too. The whole crew will be there. What what day are you guys? What day are you guys getting there? Uh, Wednesday, Wednesday to Sunday. Wednesday to Sunday. Yeah, I was gonna actually go for a whole week this year, but uh, my wife works. She's a nurse, so she's her schedule. She can't get off in the beginning part of the week for the whole time. And since we moved, we don't have people to babysit, so it kind of got in the way. But Wednesday to Sunday, I'll be in Wednesday. So. Okay. Cool. I think we're going to get there. I think we're doing Thursday to Sunday. So Nice. You just got to give it yeah. enough time. It's NOLA. Like, not even the like cliche NOLA stuff. It's just the hanging out and the, this, the, the culture of that area is just ridiculous. It's, it's a ton of fun. So It's going to be awesome. We're really looking It'll forward to it. It'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. And as always, if anybody watching or listening, uh, Luke has stuff also available through Window Cleaning Resource. So definitely... Uh, while shopping, make sure to choose that option. Or if you're talking to one of the reps, make sure to let us know that you would like the Luke package or any of the products with the Luke name on it. I need uh, money. There you go. He's he's not <laughs> YouTube famous and rich, so he needs to get to that $140 mark now. It's just absolutely <laughs> I need it. But anyway, my number again: eight six two three one two. 2026 shoot me a text if you need anything and uh hit us up on facebook or youtube definitely check out what's your channel name the uh, technical name for your youtube channel it is luke the window cleaner perfect perfect it's easy to find find it follow him and definitely subscribe because his videos are absolutely epic so definitely do that and uh until next week everybody thank you again for coming and uh wasting some time with me Thank you guys. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe if you're watching this on my YouTube channel. Perfect. All right. Bye. Have a good one.